LA and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season six, episode 10, Merry Mayhem. <laughs> Written by Tom Kapanos, directed by David Petrarca. Is that the same director as the premiere of this season? Maybe. Yeah, it might be the same one too, duo. Same terrible voiceover director. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God, yeah. Um, this originally aired on December 11th, 2002. Um, okay, the description from Wikipedia. Dawson and Gail invite everyone back to Cape Side for Christmas. Everyone from Boston attends, save Jack, who is vacationing in Europe with Andy and his father. Pacey arrives with expensive presents, leading Doug to suspect his job is not strictly legal. Natasha attempts to seduce Dawson in his bedroom, but Dawson takes the opportunity to ask about her flirtation with Max Winter, and she admits she slept with him. Joey invites Eddie, but the latter, who dropped out of college and is currently between jobs, is flustered by gentle questioning from Mike Potter, who has also come home. At the Christmas dinner, a drunk Todd and an even drunker Audrey take a moment to begin airing the group's dirty laundry. Jen's frustration that CJ is more interested in Audrey than her, Pacey and Dawson's unresolved frustrations over their rivalry over Joey, Dawson and Joey's unresolved frustrations over dating for less than 24 hours. <laughs> Audrey's own frustration that nobody has noticed her increasing depression and alcoholism. She excuses herself, stealing Pacey's new Mercedes, it's a BMW, mm-hmm. and drives into the Leary's living room. Um, living room. <laughs> Pacey begs Doug to blame the incident on him. Doug, despite his misgivings over letting Audrey's threat to public safety remain unacknowledged, complies. Natasha realizes that Dawson is beginning to take their relationship, which she believed was centered solely around casual sex, seriously and breaks up with him. Eddie also separates himself from Joey, feeling outclassed. The two are left to mend their fractured relationship. I guess the two are Dawson and Joey, but that's not really explicit in this description. Okay. Um, I have a lot of bones to pick with that. (laughs) I feel like... Okay. Uh, History's Mysteries, December 9th, 2002. United Airlines, the second largest airline in the world, files for bankruptcy. Hmm. There we go. Um, December 13th, 2002. President George W. Bush announced a smallpox vaccine program for military personnel, as well as for civilian healthcare and emergency workers to protect against bioterrorism attacks. The public will not be called up for shots until 2004 at the earliest. Hmm. My grandpa had smallpox. Yeah, it's the only thing we've eradicated Mm -hmm. in the history of humanity. Yeah. Um, Okay. So uh, President Bush... Oh, December 21st, 2002, President Bush receives his smallpox vaccine. (laughs) December 23rd, 2002, a U.S. MQ-1 predator is shot down by an Iraqi MiG-25 in the first combat engagement between a drone and a conventional aircraft. Okay. There we go. Because there was a... Sorry, I meant to say there was a break after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a couple of weeks before this, this episode, and then a break. Yeah. Which is a real way to do it. I know. This is a weird, like, mid-season finale. Yeah. 
It feels like a mid-season hiccup. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Like, literally, my last note is, what did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so, um, the number one movie during this week was Die Another Day, a James Bond movie. Okay. Um, the rest of the year, we had two number ones. We had Made in Manhattan. Oh. Great. A great film. Yes. A great yes. film. J-Lo. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. I'm so invested in her re-romance. It's oh. like, I'm so, I think I'm just like having nostalgia for that time. I'm so glad for you. Yeah. I was like, when that broke on the internet, I was like, I super don't care, but I'm so happy that all these people are happy about <laughs> it. Like I'm, I just was like basking in other people's joy about yeah. it. I was like, My best friend y'all. and I text about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I, yeah, yeah. No, it's like weird, but totally. Great. No, whatever, man. And then, of course, uh, to, to finish out the year, The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Okay. Um, so, number one song, Still Lose Yourself by Eminem. Yeah, it did for a long time. In the weeks before and after this episode, we had some great intros onto the Hot 100. Okay. Um, we had... Um, Let's see. I didn't write down the number for this. I don't know why, but Aaliyah's Miss You <laughs> came on to the scene yeah, at yeah. some point. Um, I, I do know why, because I had three cans of wine while I was drinking this episode, <laughs> while I was watching this episode. And wow. So I wow. was a little, okay. that's a bottle and a half if uh-huh. you're keeping track at home. <laughs> at number 91, um, our karaoke song, Picture by Kid Rock oh, and Cheryl Crow. Oh my God. <laughs> that song is so funny. Listen, we both know Kid Rock sucks, but that song is great to sing at karaoke, so and we sing it together. Yeah, it's our it's duet. A, it's such a good duet song. It is. Yeah. Um, at 63, we have the intro of Avril Lavigne's I'm With You. Oh, yeah, her ballad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At number 44, we have Justin Timberlake's Cry Me a River. Just a reminder that we're Team Britney on this podcast. Yeah, seriously. I did write a paper in college about Justin Timberlake's Crimea River video mm. um, and like all of the cultural sort of like signifiers that are in it that you really had to know a lot about what was going on in Justin Timberlake's life in order to really understand that video. It's an autobiographical vi- video <laughs> or like biographical. It's a Justin Timberlake fictional it's video. A biopic that he wrote himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That has no bearing on real life. Um, at number 67, we have Mesmerize by Ja Rule featuring Ashanti. Hell yeah. Because they're still Such a time. king and queen of the world. Seriously, yep. seriously. At number five, 75, we have Gossip Folks by Missy Misdemeanor Elliott featuring Ludacris, which is a great song. Yeah. Great song. And finally, at number 78, we have the introduction of No One Knows by Queen of the, of the Stone Age oh, yeah. from an album that had a real impact on me our sophomore year in college. For, okay, um, just thinking. For, that yeah, I, know you were. I saw your face. <laughs> you had a flashback, and so did I. It was Mine was post-traumatic stress, but <laughs> yours was like, ah, oh, Julia, you really got yourself into some shit with that yep, fucking... Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Merry Christmas, y'all. We're here. We know it's April, but it's Christmas. Yep, (laughs) here. Um, It's our first real Christmas episode of Dawson's Creek. I know. We've had a holiday party, but not really a Christmas episode. Yeah, I agree. And I know we were just talking about that with the Halloween episode, that they're like committed to Halloween. Yeah. They're like, it's like almost like they were looking down the barrel of the show being over and being like, wait, we didn't do a Christmas Christmas episode. episode. (laughs) They also never did a New Year's episode. They also never did Jen's birthday. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So this starts with Joey's voiceover, which I hate. I know. I was like, <laughs> what? I thought there was only two voiceover episodes. I did not remember this one. I think it's the same director. So it's also directed poorly, the voiceover right. part. Uh-huh. And like, I don't like I like we talked about before. I love a good I love a voiceover opening. I okay. actually do. I think it sets the, you know, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. it on the hills. They even do it well in reality TV, you know, um, but she is so bad at it. It's bad. And it's like panning through like a miniature town made yeah. out of like clay or something and yeah. it's like what show are we watching and the whole time i was like are you trying to be gilmore girls right now show am i watching because yeah. i feel like i don't know what's happening and yeah. a few episodes have been missed that i feel that way through a lot of this episode yeah. at one point i was like did we miss an episode I know. and then i was like no we definitely did it yeah i know so um it's kind of trying to be fairy tale like like yeah. once upon a time there was a girl or whatever like i don't even know but and it's like again you know we've already know we're back into this is joey's you know, creek. pond or creek yeah, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so she's Reservoir. like telling this story about like, it's like her take on her love life. And the thing is like, maybe I would feel more connected to it if I actually heard her tell someone her take on her love life. Agreed. But we only hear it, like we heard it in the voiceover in the first, you know, first episode of this yeah, season. Yeah. But we don't hear her tell Audrey or, you know, Jen or anyone. anyone. And then now we don't really like get like her break. Like we don't know this is how she really feels. So it's hard to like care. And I'm right. like, is this a journal entry or like, you know? I do know. I really do know. Because she, she, the, what she narrates is that, you know, she's like, there was this girl and her, she was cursed or whatever. And her romantic life was a disaster. Boys either fell too hard, too fast or not at all. And I was like, excuse me. Who fell not at all? I think she means Dawson, but like at or the very wilder? beginning. Or Wilder. Oh God. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't you dare. Anyway, I was like, and where does Pacey fit in that? I know, and it's just like, I have too so hard questions about Pacey in this whole thing. I do too. And so then we kind of go into her and Eddie. I will say, uh. she does say this line where she's like, I, she had given up on the notion of a functional normal relationship, but then in her 19th year, she was surprised she found someone. And I had this moment of like, that is the most 19 year old thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm an old spinster because I'm 19 and I can't like can't have make a, a it work. healthy decent relationship. Oh, like like bitch, you got a fucking decade at least. I know seriously making some real mistakes. Seriously, <laughs> like I definitely agree that I'm trying to be like no, just remember she's 19. Yeah. But like when they and I love a weird like I love an episode that like takes a turn and does different new yeah, stuff. Yeah, try something. But the voiceover, it's like, I don't know what we're supposed to take from this. Right. It, it doesn't, doesn't really set the episode because the episode isn't really about her love life, I don't think. It's no, more it's about like not. the fact that she has no friends and none of these people that say they're friends are friends with each other. Agreed. Agreed with you. So like she So she, we go in and we see her walking with Eddie and I was like, oh my God, I thought we were done with the the hats. Listen, you and Jennifer on Twitter. <laughs> oh my God. I like my jaw dropped and I was like, holy shit. We, she's in a hat. <laughs> so Jennifer on Twitter, I think that's who I was talking to today. Jessica. Jessica, I'm sorry. Jessica. Thank you. Jessica on Twitter, she tweeted at us today and was like, it doesn't even cover her ears. And I was like, I'm so California. I didn't know how it needed to. <laughs> I was distracted by the really thin braid pink tails. 
Pink Tales. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a whole mood and a half, and it is so ugly. And I'm so glad that she committed to the hat. The every you know yeah the whole at least once a season terminus of the show like mm-hmm, wow, mm-hmm. wow wow yeah. wow yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to figure out they're doing this cute coupley thing it's cute when yeah. you're involved in it it's not cute if you're watching it pies or cake you know yeah what are we what are we compatible on anything coke or pepsi like you know whatever and she's like oh my god like we don't like any of the same things. We're not compatible. And I was like, Joey, you are. You're both insufferable snobs when it comes to literature. That is a common thing that people bond over. Believe you me, I've I had a relationship That's based on much less. literally all day bond over. Mm. And, I, and I love that for that. That's insane. You know? Absolutely same. And also being like judgmental towards people. Totally. You know? Good totally. for them. Yeah, have at it. Yeah. Have fun. Joe, Eddie does say that the sex is good. Yeah, like... And the thing is, I love that for them, but because we don't get horny Joey, it's so frustrating. It feels part of that larger, like, Joey can sing, she can draw, she's good at sex, you know? And like, here's the thing we do get horny Joey uh-huh. in the early seasons. Like, she is horny as sh- fuck. Yeah. But, like, she never gets to. Well, once she has sex and is like. Then she know, doesn't get to be horny anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Which it's makes like, no sense. I know. By the and way. It's like, it's really, just so, like, if we're keeping score, that doesn't make any sense. I know. It doesn't make any sense. And, like, yeah. I'm <laughs> glad that we at least get this little bone thrown at us that, like, they like they are having sex and they like it yeah. and whatever. But, like, it just feels, it's hard. It yeah. feels like a cop out. And I'm just like, come on. And we do get Joey giving, like, season one Joey vibes when she's like, I had better sex in elementary school or something right. like that. Yeah. And I was like, I, I I do kind of wish that we got to hear her say that she was having good sex. Yes. Like, I do wish I got to hear it from her mouth. No, I agree. And that's like, I think that's like the biggest problem with season five and six is that they're not really friends anymore. Yeah. So we're watching all of these storylines that don't like intersect. intersect. And as a result, no attention can be given to them because we have to watch too many storylines right. that don't intersect, you know? Yep. And like... You know, it's like what, like why? This is this is what I wanted in season four. Her to tell Jen, I fucked Pacey. It was amazing. Now I feel super complicated, and I lighted up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're sounding board. Yes, anything. Anything. Decompress. Like, come on. Yeah. So Eddie wants to be done with what he calls this month's Cosmo compatibility quiz, Uh which makes me not super happy about Eddie. I know, but also I'm like fair. But also fair. (laughs) (laughs) And then she just like, is like, okay, I have one more question. Yeah. What about coming to my sister's house in Cape side for Christmas? And like, on the one hand, I just kind of like that she asks what she wants. Yes. And, and you know, and I like that for her and she's trying to like find a way to be her snarky self, but still like, honest and straightforward and so it feels like growth on the other hand it is a lot a bit much it's it's real soon yes (laughs) it's real soon it's like they've fucked for like three weeks if that i mean it's been like one episode right yeah it's yes there have been no episodes between when they fucked for the first time and now so we can assume it's been not super long yeah so she was like, and and to her credit, she's like, oh, that crossed the line. Like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, that's I'm that girl that's like pressuring their boyfriend to do stuff. And then she's like, and I just called you my boyfriend. I like, I was like, give me this like absolute train wreck. Joey. I know. And I was like really here for it. And she like the way she even frames the question is like, you could sit in your apartment all your scuzzy apartment all alone, or you could come to my wild family. And it's like even her like misunderstanding that like his family helped her get into the no doubt concert. Yeah. And helped her, like, go ice skating last right. episode. Right. So, like, like, 
he has family nearby as well. Yeah, he's gonna maybe has the family obligations. No, but I do love this like messy train wreck Jovi. Like to me, I'm like, just give me that. Yeah, yeah. Just let her be that. I totally agree with you. Because she's especially in her learning how to say what she wants. Yeah, like that's so hard and messy. And like you know, that was part of her falling in love with Pacey was her just getting the courage to actually say one thing that she wanted. Uh And then like in season four, we watched her like then totally regress and revert, which like makes sense I totally understand it but then like we didn't really see it come back it come back you know or any lessons learned which is because we never got like an actual conversation between the two about the breakdown of the relationship Mm. Mm -hmm. which I'll have more comments on later in this episode Mm -hmm. and she does apologize for what a mess she is and she's like actually you know what look I do want you to meet my family like this is what I want Uh and like I want you to convince my sister she uses the R word. I know. It was yeah. like a slap. It felt like a slap. And she's like, I, she's like, I want you to help me convince my sister that we should like throw out the fake tree and get a real one. Yeah. Um, which I kind of loved. And Eddie kind of was like, so the thing is, is like, I have a dysfunctional family as well. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And he's, and he's like, which like, like, honestly, like it just, again, highlights how they like, it's too soon. It's too soon. Because way too soon. Like, she doesn't even know about his dysfunctional family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which like is what like, their dynamic is. It's weird. Yeah. It's a weird sell for me anyways, because sure. like in their courtship and getting to know each other, like I'm still stunned. They haven't talked about this, but like I'm going, I'm <laughs> yeah, going go with it. it. I'm go just with going it. with it. They're just fucking all the time, Aaron. I mean, Let I'm, have it. I'm fine with that, but yeah. like, okay. You do stop and talk sometimes. You got to drink water at I some know. point. Oh, Have geez. a fucking sandwich, man. Yeah. So she's like, so he's like, you know, this feels... I gotta be honest, this just, like, feels too soon. Which I also like him just being honest with her. Yeah. And she's like, well, now we're even, because, like, I was a typical girl and you're a typical guy, and I was like, ooh, hate this. I know. Hate that, hate that. But I am siding with Eddie on this one, because... It's too soon. It's a big deal to take someone home for, for like Christmas for a big holiday like that. Like yeah. we're not talking like oh come home for the weekend. Like Fourth of July, my or parents like, throw a barbecue. Not even an event. Just like come home. I'm coming home. Do you yeah. want to come with me? Yeah, just yeah. like small meet the family. It's like we're gonna go to Christmas at my ex boyfriend slash second mom's house. <laughs> my the guy I lost my virginity who's gonna be there. My roommate who I'm in a big fight with. The girl who I say my best friend, but I'm a total bitch to. They're all gonna be there. <laughs> Doesn't that sound great? Don't you want to come? <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, he kind of tries to soften the blow to be like, I don't think I should put on a holiday sweater. Like, he's just like, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. And he's like, I'll come for President's Weekend. And I was yeah. like, I mean, good. Like, that's nice. You totally. Know? And then she kind of like is like, oh, we're not going to. Well, that means we're not going to have sex anymore. <laughs> And he, like, calls her a typical girl using sex as a weapon and hate that, <laughs> truly hate that framing. And then he's, like, tells her she's pretty and, like... Yeah, it's... it's like, it's cute enough. It's fine. Their banter is, like, their banter. It's, you know, it's, like, the they're trying to get back to the old Joe. It's hard because they're trying to do a Joey and Pacey redo. And, like, I just need to be fine with that. But I have a hard time at times. It's just that, like, it's this is no shade to Oliver Hudson, who I think is yeah. is great as Eddie. I, I like yeah, him a lot yeah, yeah. as Eddie. But, like, it's just, he's not. I know. It's like, why are they giving him, like, the Jackson. same car and, like, a very similar, like, backstory yeah. and everything, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so we're supposed to get, so we go to credits and then we're supposed to get rocking around the Christmas tree. Oh, really? Okay. And we're in Joey's dorm and Audrey walks in and announces that she sucks because she missed her flight. 
which she thought only happens in movies, but apparently it happens in real life. And she was like, I missed it because I was spending too much time in the airport bar letting people to buy me drinks. And I was like... Checks out. Been, yeah. Have we been there? And Joey's have like... Have we possibly done that? <laughs> Joey's like, is it a little early to drink? And Audrey says the best line ever. She's like, it doesn't count at an airport. I was like, bitch... You are wrong. I know. Joey, it is never too early to drink in an airport. I know. I felt like Audrey was giving advice. She's like, it doesn't count on on the days you fly. Because if you you can't drink at an airport at 6 a.m., how will you ever watch soccer with a bar full of Australians in the Singapore airport and, as you're knocking back Foster's or and whatever it's just like, what else? That's part of the journey it's of flying. It's so fun. Yeah. You're in, for, you're just committing to the longest, weirdest, wildest day. You're going to be tired the whole time. You might as well get a weird cocktail somewhere that costs way too much and fries with like mayonnaise or whatever. Yeah. That's what's happening at an yeah. airport bar. Yeah. And it's, no one's mad at it. No, exactly. Um, and I'm just like, wait, back up. Are they friends again? They're, it feels like they're at a like, a, a very um, nebulous truce. And it's like, don't you wish... We had gotten anything? Yes. Any conversation yes. about this? Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, I do. Yeah, okay. So, can we this just is get... a theme. This is a theme I know. of this episode. It's like, we have Boy, to do I wish. watch CJ for far too long show up at a No Doubt concert I don't want him at, instead <laughs> of getting, like, you know, conversations amongst friends. Yes. Um, yes. So, Audrey is like... You know, Joey gives us, like, the clunkiest bit of foreshadowing everywhere. And she's like, you better be careful. You might be spending the next semester in rehab. And then Audrey says, "We rehab is for quitters. Which is just, like, a thing that was on a shirt for a very long time. I'm sure you can still buy it. So wild. And so then Joey invites Audrey to come home for Christmas. And she says Christmas is tomorrow. Yeah. So what? <laughs> My notes. That I'm looking at right now. Number one, no way they are still in the dorms I right know. now. <laughs> they what? would have gone home a week ago at what? least. <laughs> number two, because Audrey's like, I got to fly on Christmas, blah, blah, blah. I was like, number two, Audrey, actually flying on hol- on the holiday it's can actually way can really be fun. It's way better. If there's a camaraderie amongst you and the other passengers. Yeah, and like there's less people there. Less people. It's like, it's less amateur hour too. Mm-hmm. It's more like seasoned travelers, yep. you know? So no, like, I mean, in this day and age, no one's like, what do you mean I have to take my shoe off? And you're like, I've been doing that for 20 years now. I yeah. almost watched Aaron Hensley murder a man at, <laughs> at a, um, <laughs> at the metal detector. He was like, I have to take my hat off. I'm like, shut the fuck I, up. I literally thought you were going to commit a homicide. I, I was like, well, we're going to prison because Aaron's going to murder this guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> because he won't take his fedora off. I, I know. It's like, I already hate you. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things you've ever done. <laughs> anyway, so Joey's like, come home with me. And like, I do like that she's like, just, you know, you can't not have a place to go on Christmas. Like, come Yeah, home like, me. I agree with you, but it's not earned. I agree with you. And so as a result, it doesn't feel nice to me. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> it's hard, you know? And like, this is obvious. It's not about Joey. This is about the writing, you know? Like, no, totally. Like, what is going on here? Totally. And Audrey like voices her concerns, which yeah. I feel are totally accurate. She's like, I don't know. Like, I've already been to Cape Side. Like, and... I don't want to intrude on I this. I also feel in a bad place. Like, I haven't done anything all semester. And like, I, I just like... She's still spinning and spiraling. And so then... As a result of them not talking and then Joey not even like saying anything in this moment, uh-huh. it, it's very hard to watch. I agree. Cause she's like, I, I've alienated everyone. The only thing that like I have done is like 
not talk to anyone and like Mm -hmm. you know just be a fucking mess all semester and I guess like my thing is like I wish this show more explicitly acknowledged that like these are things that people do who are depressed yeah like because I feel like we're like hovering around it right whereas like the way they handled Andy's Mm storyline as clunky as it can sometimes seem 20 whatever years on like they they put a name on it. Yeah. They were like, what you are seeing is a mental health crisis. Yeah. And like, the problem is, is that they haven't done that for anyone else. Jen has Jen also had mental health crises. Pacey, Pacey has had a mental four. health crisis. I mean, Dawson was having panic attacks last season. Right. And like, that's the closest we got to yeah. naming it. I mean, this one, Audrey is literally screaming for help being like, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. And then like... I don't know, like, and it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, on the one hand, what are you supposed to do? But on the other hand, like, doing nothing is, like, hard to watch. (laughs) I agree with you. I agree with you. So she's, like, you know, Joey drops at this point that, come on, like, my dad's going to be at this Christmas. And And I was, like... Wait, what? I was like, back back this train up. Just did I s- miss an episode? I, this is where I was like, did we miss one? Like, are we not watching yeah. the right episode? No, I agree. Because at the top of this scene, when I was like, they're friends. Like, this is weird. And then, like, her dad's back. And I'm like, what the fuck, the fuck is going on? So, like, we, at the end of season five, mm-hmm. the penultimate episode. Yeah. We see that Joey's dad left prison and didn't tell his daughters. Yeah. Okay. So and then she walks in and maybe sees him, but we actually don't know what. We happened. don't know. We haven't gotten a closure yeah. on that. Yeah. And then like she's mentioned him like once or twice as having, but only in this insofar as being like my dad is the worst dad and I have the wildest daddy issues of anyone you'll ever meet. Right. Right. But like. No mention that she's, like, maybe seen him or Bessie's seen him and she knows that he's, yeah. like, around. No mention of that. Until this. Yeah. That he's going to be at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait. Also, How does Joey feel about that? The, I would love I to know. know. And also the Christmas she just invited the guy she's been sleeping with for, like, three weeks max to. To. Like, what is Did going on? Did she know that when she invited him I last know. night? I know. Like, what is going on yeah, here? Good, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And this is my thing. Like, if you're going to tell us the story, tell us the fucking story. I agree with you. So, like, we just get this random drop in information. And no so you're kind of like, how Joey feels. Yeah. And you're kind of like, great. We're going to re- we're gonna get the payoff for Downtown Crossing finally. Nope. Not in this episode. Spoiler, no. <laughs> Spoiler, no. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, I just, uh, there's this, I, I guess we can read something into the fact that she's desperately trying to recruit anyone to come to this Christmas. Right. But like, God forbid she actually say something. And for what though? You know, because when we see her interact with her dad, we don't have any idea that she feels even complicated about him being there. Right. We'll get there. But like. We're going to get there. Woo. And so Audrey like is like, oh. Can I, I ask him about prison? Yeah. <laughs> Joey's like, sure. No problem. And so <laughs> Joey goes into the bathroom and then Audrey pulls out a full bottle like of liquor. Like a pint of vodka. And chugs it from... For brag. Yeah. And it's like, woo, this hey. is devolved. Again, have we missed an episode? Yeah. I mean, judging... Like, no. I We watched them in order. Yes. But it does feel like maybe one was written that didn't, like, air or something. I know. Because, like, there's so much missing shit. Because, like, you know, Joe... 
Audrey was acting out with drinking, but not like this kind of acting right. out, you know? And so it kind of feels a very abrupt to me to like have a full on bottle of vodka in her bag that, that she's, she's chugging. like chugging out of. Yeah. Yeah, girl. So Pacey then pulls up to a house. Do we think this is Doug's house? Is it the Witter house that they couldn't get the other location that they've used? No Those are idea. my questions. Doug's Where's outside. Gretchen? <laughs> Where's Gretchen? <laughs> We do not speak of her ever again. And Pacey, he like, Doug is like, Pacey pulls up in a BMW. Yeah. Which Doug can't believe. Yeah. Um, We learn that Pacey traded in his Mustang, which I'm very sad about. I know. And like, also, I, again, I'm like, did we miss something? Like, because I already had questions like, okay, Pacey's already rich. I guess we've kind of established that with him buying that $300 dress for Emma. Uh uh But like, I didn't, he also had an attachment to that mustang yeah so it actually honestly feels a like little, we missed something big. yeah like it like that mustang meant something to him because it's the only thing his dad ever gave him so it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around that he just like traded it in for this car agreed you know and like he and doug have this big hug and like i appreciate that and doug's like you look and pacey's like hip hetero <laughs> which was not my favorite. And then Doug's like, sleazy, smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like banter in yeah. their, bro- their brother way. Yeah. We're like, yeah. And it's like, you know, we've already addressed this. It's not ideal, but like. But also sometimes it does make me laugh. Yeah, and we also get it. Like brothers are toxic Whatever. at times, you mm. know. And Pacey like opens the trunk and it's like filled with gifts. And like, you know, we do know that this is the way Pacey shows love is yeah. by like giving gifts. Like you bought me a wall, you know? So yeah. this does check out. Yep. Yeah. And, and Doug suggests that Pacey is maybe running a crack business. Yeah. Which we were just like real, really joking about that then, huh? Yeah. And it's really hard because I'm like, wait a minute. Did, does Doug not know about this job? Like seemingly he doesn't know a lot about it. Like yeah. he maybe knows that Pacey has a job that's like this. It's a lot again, because I'm like, what is going on I here? And Pacey's like, I just do this soulless job now and I make bucket loads of cash. And honestly, like, I'm still not mad at Pacey in this storyline. I agree like, with you. Like, I think, like, I think not telling Emma about the thing that happened last last episode sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's that, I don't know. That's the only thing he's done so far that, like, No, I totally I agree. I, I just think, like, you know, it... It's one of those things where it like it's hard not to feel like I f- sometimes feel people like that talk shit on the storyline are like it feels classist to me like yeah. you know unintentionally where it's like well you know can you believe he's just in the pursuit of capital and it's like well are we I saying mean, like, are we saying that poor kids can't do that right right so anyway um, you know I my, I mean my sort of thing was like. I don't mind Pacey being like, this is a soulless job, but I get paid a fuck, but like boatloads of money. Like I'm like, get paid Pacey. Yeah. <laughs> go, go for I it. Mean, we all have yeah. to make our own relationship with labor. So like, so, you know, totally. Yeah. And I do take umbrage with the fact that Pacey says that Doug goes home at the end of the day and knows he did good in the world because Doug's a cop. So I don't think that that's true. And we're going to find out later mm. more about his cop skills. Uh huh. So then we go to Gail's house and um, 
Dawson's decorating the tree. And who's there, Aaron? <laughs> Tasha. And I'm like, oh, I love her so much. I love her, but also like Why? Dawson. What is going on? This was not the thing to do. Dawson is so wild. Wild. Like, oh my God. Do not invite this woman to your mother's house on Christmas. I mean, what does he think this relationship is? I don't know. It's so weird. And like, again, because he doesn't have any friends, no one's talking to him about Natasha. Right. Like, I mean, Todd is. And I also think Todd sees the picture clearly, even though Todd is a total fucking prick and a misogynist. But he's like, you're just fucking this girl. And Dawson's like over here being like, Todd, you don't know me. <laughs> and like, you know, and I don't know. And so you kind I, of, <laughs> you just wish that like Dawson and Jack could have a talk a about chat. what's going on, you yeah. know? And that like they could kind of get to the bottom of like how Dawson really feels about Natasha. And like, you know, on the one hand, it kind of feels like he's trying to rectify the relationship so he can feel better about what went down like the that implosion Joey. of Joey and yeah. you know yeah yeah so Natasha's like super charmed by Dawson bringing her home for Christmas and she's like your mom's been grilling me about my intention I know and she is like she knows what's going on and she's fucking entertained yeah she's like um I like maybe told Gail that I was like just here to like fuck you fuck you into New Year's and- or something like Dawson's and she's like and I don't really care what the relationship does from there and I was like amazing I know and we <laughs> Wish pan over the ki- face I know moment. we pan over the kitchen we see like the Todd. Todd in there with Gail who's just like slurping up wine and like trying to fuck Gail he's Todd is hitting on Gail and shit faced and like Dawson's kind of like can you like deal with yeah <laughs> And so t- Gail and Natasha switch places. Gail comes in and she like starts asking about what the deal with Natasha is. Yeah. And it's like, you know, these are the moments I want of Dawson kind of explaining his feelings. He's going to get into that. But it's like so sad to me. It's only with his mom. Well, and my thing is like, Dawson Leary, this is why you don't bring home your casually, like people you're casually fucking to meet your mom. Because then she starts asking questions and your answers are not the right ones. Yeah, like, you know, and and so Gail is kind of, she knows what's going on. She's trying to be hip. She's like, if it's just casual sex, like, that's that's fine. fine. And I was like, if my mother ever said those words to me, I would, like, simply melt into a puddle. I mean, Dawson literally is like, that's gross. But he, like, takes it. I would just be like, I hope the earth swallows me whole right this moment. I just think, like, his response says a lot about what's happening. Yeah. Because he thinks it's gross, quote unquote, to just be having casual sex with someone. And that is part of his character and his journey, you know? Yeah. To, like, to the way in which he has a relationship with sex and sexuality, you know? Yeah. Um, And whether or not, like, everyone has to be, like, the love of your life, you know? Um, I'm here for it. Yeah. The thing that he says is that he has no idea what his relationship is and he has no choice in the matter. And I was like, I want to smash my head against this table. You absolutely do have a choice in this matter. It's so wild. Yeah, just don't fuck her. Like, I don't understand. Like, if you, you talk to her about it and if it's not what you want, then you don't fuck her anymore. It's, like, really not that hard. I know. And Gail's like, oh, I guess that's just how they do things in California. And I was like, good God, stop. (laughs) It's not a regional thing, Gail. People in California are exactly the same as everywhere else. Gail, you had an open relationship with your husband. We have drunk kombucha for a little bit longer than you have, and we can't function in inclement weather. Mm -hmm. That's the only difference. So true. (laughs) It's it's okay. Anyway, so Gail kind of can't believe that Dawson brought home a movie star. And I was like, is she? (laughs) That's unclear. 
It's sweet though. Yeah, and it's like and big also shot. a big shot director. Which I, that was the one where no. I was like, is he? You know, right, right, but like totally. it just like Gail has always been so supportive, and I really like this. Like I agree. You know, whenever she is back, I'm like, I love Gail. She's I, so wild. She's so wild. She is. But the, she's, the OG wild woman. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and she just looks at Dawson and she's like, you know what? Who really get a kick out of this? Yeah. And Mitch. then Mitch. Yeah, and it's it's really it's actually really sweet. It is sweet, and and she's like. Possibly not the part where Todd's hitting on me, but yeah. <laughs> which I like. And then Todd gives, or J- Dawson gives Todd the stink eye. Uh-huh. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> and then Todd, like, Gail goes away and Todd asks Dawson if he can sleep with his mom. Yeah, well, it's actually sweet. Like, Natasha and Todd come in and then Natasha's like, oh, Gail, do you need help with anything? Yeah. Like, you know, and like. She's like, she's and then she Gail's like, like, you can. You can come hang out with me. Yeah. Like she's like, girl, don't help. You're but. not helping. But it's it's really sweet. Yeah. And then Todd's like, Can I fuck Gail? And it's just like, what? Dawson, what have you done? Dawson, why did you think this was a good idea? So then we get this like montage of everyone all like, you know, Dawson, everyone's at Dawson's and it's warm and cozy and Christmassy. And Janet Graham's are at church. So weird. So okay. are they in Boston? Yeah, I mean, we're going to find out later. I think they're in Cape Side. I know, it's so bizarre. And then Joey Joey. and Bessie are at the B&B, and Alexander's there. And then Audrey's just, like, off in a corner staring out a window. Yeah, yeah, not engaging with any of them. What? It's very... Is going on. Like, I don't know. Like, Joey is a better friend than this. I agree with you. I agree. It doesn't Particularly make to sense. Audrey. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense, yeah. you know? Um, she's a she's a better friend than this. I agree. And it, this morphs into the next morning where, like, Alexander wakes up Auntie Joey, which that, I was like, this is super cute. I know. He's like, Auntie Joey, Wake Auntie up. Joey. And she's like, I'm tired. Give me more time. Like, Audrey kept me awake or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Alexander's like, grandpa? And then, like, just what the fuck are we watching? Because Mike Potter comes in with coffee Joey's like grumbly and they're like say Merry Christmas to each other. There's just like no acknowledgement. What? This is so weird. I was just like, wait, how does Joey feel? What is going on? What am I watching? Great. How long has he been there? Yes. Another great question. Bessie and like, I don't know. Like, and so Alexander seemingly has a relationship with him. Uh huh. So she's seemingly been there for a little bit at least. And then Mike tells her that someone's at the door for her. And he's like, I don't know who it is, though. Yeah. And I mean, like, is it any surprise? Like, Yeah, we go out and it's Eddie. And he- Well, she, like, has this moment where she sees the fake tree as she's walking through the yeah. room. And is kind of like, ugh. And then we go out. Yeah, and Eddie's there. And he's got a real tree strapped to the roof of his car. It's too Witter Wagoneer-esque for me. I though. agree with you. It's hard. It's, but it's so much snow, though, also. It's, it is really sweet. Like, it is one of those moments where you're like... I mean, it's sweet, like, in a vacuum. Yeah. It's sweet if I don't have to see any of the other things that have been around it. Yes. Like, it's a sweet gesture. If it wasn't, like, also, like, a real, just, like, repurposing of a Pacey character... Sure, totally. Like, you know, like, it's just too close to home for me. And also, if we had a little bit longer build of their relationship they just fucked last episode right yeah so like you know it's kind of like i don't know it's weird like i agree i don't really feel the stakes of him saying no to coming home with her right to feel like this is like oh he actually did show up right i agree with you you know mm-hmm. i mean 
You know, if you were 19, that you would be like, oh my God. But also, she doesn't sure. even feel that way. She, like, smiles at him and, like... And, you know, kind of, then we cut. Yeah. We go to back to rocking around the Christmas tree. Yeah, and Audrey's and, looking for pills in the bathroom. Yeah, and drinking. Yeah, and hugging straight from the bottle. And then she gives herself the most horrendous non-pep talk in the mirror. Yeah, calls herself a loser and says nobody likes her. And I was like, I mean, this is dark, dude. Mm-hmm. And then she comes out and asks where Tony and Maria are. Okay. <laughs> I know you don't care, uh-huh. but I have a real problem with this. Uh-huh. They're That's not a, star-crossed. What? I, yeah, Joey and Eddie are not star-crossed. Yeah. They're literally from the same socioeconomic class. Are we just supposed to think because one's like ac- or academically higher than the other is academically? Oh, my God. Yeah. Do not besmirch West Side Story like that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Audrey. Anyway, I was very angry. Yeah. And then Audrey is like feeling ditched for the boyfriend, I guess. Yeah, well, so Audrey comes out of the bathroom and Mike Potter is there. And yeah. And she starts talking, and Mike's like, oh, how, what's, like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah. Does Joey like him? And Audrey's like, I guess, like, you know. She says chip on his shoulder, blue on his collar, but Joey seems to like him. Yeah. And like, Mike's like, oh, well, is it serious? And, and Audrey's Audrey like, I don't know. Says, she says, I don't know. And then she says, he does have the best elements of Pacey and Dawson. So Matt, that makes him the T-1000 of love interests, which like. Great T2 reference. Uh-huh, yeah. Though, please riddle me how... I get the Pacey connection. I know, I was How's like, he Dawson? I know, I agree with you. Like, I I mean, if if you're Audrey... Like, Audrey and Dawson have a good relationship. Yeah. So the qualities she probably sees of Dawson being good are what, like, he's, like, supportive. Yeah, he's passionate about, like, the arts. And Eddie really likes books. That <laughs> was my, that was the I know. I connection. was just like, I was like, huh. I don't know what quality of Dawson that Audrey thinks he has. Mm. So then we go out to the porch where Joey is seemingly changed. Well, Audrey asks about prison. Oh yeah, then Audrey asks about prison. And honestly, like, I know they played as a joke, but like, I actually do want to know what Mike yeah. Potter thinks about it so I could understand what the fuck is going on. Sure. You know? Yeah, great like, question. Like, don't you wish he had been like, it was horrible, and the worst part was I didn't get to be a part of... I didn't get to see Joey graduate. I didn't or get, get to, to see, see Alexander. Yeah, and I didn't, like, you know, and I, it made me a bad father. And yeah. now you're, like, you know, some kind of fucking feeling. Someone should have one. Yeah. And then we go to the porch where Joey has seemingly changed into yeah. actual clothes. Uh-huh. And they're canoodling on the porch. And he's, you know, and he's like, oh, I missed you, so I came down. Yeah, she's like, what made you change your mind? Yeah. And, like, you know, she, they, like, start making out. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Mike comes out. And he, it gets awkward, and he's like, oh, Joey, Bessie needs you in the kitchen. And she's like, can't Bodie help? And then she's like, oh, I see. And again, like, are you fucking kidding me? So she's going to let her dad be a father after like he's been gone this whole time? He's going to ask questions of her new, are we calling Eddie her boyfriend? I guess. Like, the guy she's sleeping with? Like, like I mean, honestly, Audrey is right there to have a conversation about this. And it still could be in line with the storyline where like Audrey's spinning out of control and doesn't have time for Joey. But like, how the fuck does Joey feel about her dad being here and Eddie being here? Right. And the way in which her dad is like... Being some patriarch. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a great question. Instead, what we get is just Mike asking Eddie about school. He's like, tell me about yourself. And Eddie's like, okay, well, what do you want to know? Yeah. And Mike's like, well, are you, are you in school? And he's like, no. And he's like, oh, you graduated or whatever. And he's like, no, school isn't my thing. And, he, and then Eddie, he's like, where do you work? And he's like, I'm between jobs. So, like, Mike gets all kind of judgy. Like, we feel it kind of radiating yeah. off of him. And I was like, why do I care what Mike Potter thinks about this? I know. I don't. The The answer to me is I don't because I... And also, like, it, and then going back to, like, this is why it's too soon for Eddie because, like, Eddie doesn't know how Joey feels about her father to right. know whether or not he needs to care about this. Totally. You know what I mean? Like... It, totally, just, totally. Like, if you're in a relationship with someone, you would be like, okay, my dad's going to be like this, but, like, I don't care. Or, like, you need to do that. I would like it if you do this. Or, you know, you prep them for, like, just that Just an kind FYI, of stuff. yeah, my mother is going to ask you these questions. Yeah, and, like, it's going to... You're just going to have to deal with exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. And, like, I love you, and I don't care what the answers are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, like, you know, I'm stressed out. Are you stressed out? Because yeah. I'm stressed out for you. Or, I don't know, something yeah. like this. It's like... What do they talk about? Like, why is this? Like, I guess I just like at this point now yeah. I'm like, why did Joey invite him? Like, what? I think that's a great question. You know? Yeah. I don't understand why. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is this connection that she thinks they're having that she needs to invite him so soon? Right. Which, like, I mean, I guess maybe. Audrey well, and like, it would be why. one thing if like all we saw them do was fuck, and she was like, "I am just like wanting it twenty-four yeah. seven. Like, and, I don't like, want to spend any time three days away apart from you, because like so, like, I need yeah. yeah, I need your dick. So, um, that's not what we're getting because no. of course Joey Potter doesn't get to talk like that or think about things like that. And so instead, we get this. Yeah, and, and it's like it's weird, and and he's like. And Eddie's like, I'm trying to figure out what my next move is. Yeah. And like, then Eddie's like, you know, but your daughter's really great. Yeah. He's like really trying. Yeah. So. So then we go to Dawson's room where he sees all these pictures of his old friends that he's not really friends with anymore. Yeah. And then Natasha just comes into bone. Which I love. I love her. <laughs> She's like, listen, I'm guessing you haven't had sex in this bedroom. I know. And I was like, didn't he fuck Jenna? Did he fuck Jenna? They, they fucked, fucked in the, in the house, house next door. I know. And I was like, did they fuck in there, though? I mean, I would assume yes. But I know. I, but I don't, you know. Yeah. Ass out of you and me. Okay. So she, like, starts to go for it. And then he's like, I'm, like, not super into this. And she's kind of like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah. Like. And he brings up Max Winter. Yeah. And I, I kind of admire him for that. Yeah. And she's like, why are you gay? Is that why you want to know about Max Winter? Which, like, I hated, but also it did make me I laugh. know. <laughs> and Dawson's like, I think you lied to me about Max Winter. Yeah. Like, I saw him leave your room, and it's been bothering me. And I thought I could keep my mouth shut, but I can't. And, like, you know, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. And Natasha's like, we're having fun. And he's like, no, like, if you wouldn't, like. He's just kind of like. She's like, we're just having fun. We're just having yeah, yeah, sex. And he's like, then why did you freak out about Joey? Yeah. Like, if you you freaked out because you care, you know? Uh -huh. And I, I understand what's happening here because I do think that's an accurate way for him to feel. Yeah. By being like, oh, she's doing that because she cares. And then she's like, no, you fucking hurt my ego. And I totally was dramatic. Yeah. And, like, Natasha's wild. But that also makes sense, too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like look nobody like wants to be dumped by the guy they're having a fling with like yeah and Dawson's like okay so like this is just a fling and she, 
Natasha then asks him if she, he's on his her his period. I know it's so weird, <sighs> and I hate everyone in this yeah. scene. And so Dawson's like, you know, so like what, like. All I am is, like, you getting some thrill out of screwing the help. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, you're so dramatic. <laughs> it's so funny. Because she kind of says to him, like, you're the director's assistant. Like, come on, man, you know? And, like, he's like, oh, you're... And he, that hurts him. He's like, oh, you just want to screw the help? And she... I love her for this. She's yeah. like, you're fucking hypocrite. Yeah. You act all high and mighty. Yeah. Like, you're a good person. and But you brought me home... Because you got some kind of pleasure out of bringing me home. Okay. Yeah. And I think, like, that's totally true, A. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, you know, she's like, you know, you just, like, stand here and say these noble things. And then she's like, you know, you don't want to play this game. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're not, that's not actually who you are. Yeah. I mean, remember, Dawson, you fucked someone else. While we were dating or fucking yeah so like she based on what she knows about you you are casually having sex with her and you're allowed to fuck other people right because you have not definitely not had that conversation although who knows yeah maybe they did but like you know it's just like one of those things where you're like i I see like i see both of their points Uh of view you know but also like i've one of the reason why I stand Natasha is because she just calls Dawson out so much and I just no one else does you know yeah so then she says the thing that I feel like is 100% a thing you would have said to me at age 19 Uh which is she goes look Dawson someday you're gonna look back when you're old and gray and you're gonna fondly think about how you banged this hot actress in your childhood bedroom and like I mean, I like this is part of Dawson's journey. That's Aaron Hensley at nineteen. Totally. Um, advice. By well, the obviously, way. <laughs> like obviously, I'm an experiential person. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it's more about the experience and other stuff. I you just, know? It made me laugh. I yeah. Like, no, because I obviously think that like someone has needed to tell Dawson this the whole time. Mm-hmm. Of, like, look, you just have this experience. Like, not everything needs to be written in your head is like this grand romantic thing you know like he always points out how spielberg never had a sex scene or whatever in a movie and it's like because like there it's different like just like there can just be times where you have a romance and like whatever and like there is like an isolation to like the way in which you put sex in your life if you want to um and the whole time we've maintained that like you just like fucking her and he even admitted to todd like i just have sex with her and i can't think straight yeah it's hello and she says this is what you get for thinking with your brain where you should be thinking with your and she cuts herself off but dick she means dick. yeah 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 and, and well, like i don't think that advice pertains to everyone and i don't know if i necessarily think that is helpful advice for dawson but i do think that there is a way in which like he is he is imagining this to be something it's not i agree with you i think my problem with this scene and my problem with how both of them play it Mm -hmm. is it's really cynical yeah like it feels so cynical and like you know on our patreon we've been sort of watching earlier episodes and sort of talking about them in a little different way and um and i was like it feels like night and day mm-hmm. when you when you watch them back to back with like season two. Yeah. Like he, this is so cynical. It doesn't feel like Dawson's Creek. And at this point, I do want to point out that Tom Cavanos went on to write and create one of my favorite TV shows, Californication, California yeah. which is wildly cynical. 
And this feels like a scene out of that. Mm, And my thing is like, I don't dislike this. Mm -hmm. It's just not Dawson's Creek. Yeah, yeah. And I've been trying to pinpoint why seasons five and six, seasons four, five, and six. I mean, four is kind of on the cusp, on the fence a little bit. Yeah. But five and six feels so wildly different from the rest of the show. And I'm like, partially it's that. Like you've, instead of watching these people grow up and like, Still be Fall excited. In love and have that excitement of love. Everything is so like the world's ending and like cynical. Yeah. And I, I mean, again, back to my like, if we want to go back to the beginning of this podcast, like my thing about Gen X versus millennials and how mm-hmm. this was a very cuspy show, mm-hmm. you know, like I feel like you feel it there. Like I think we as millennials who are the same age of these characters, mm-hmm. we're in just a different place. Like I don't think we, we had the same kind of cynicism that a lot of Gen X had. Right. You know, and I think we, I think it was like it's hard to watch this mm-hmm. it's hard to watch people be this cynical and like you can have this conversation about like we're literally just fucking each other and having a good time and have it not be cynical I agree yeah or have him like I I mean I also think that the, like I keep saying but a part of it is that like we don't have a conversation about how Dawson feels in outside of this you know we don't know how he's approaching all of these things you know Mm -hmm. like we got the conversation with his mom in this episode where he's like i don't know what's going on and i i can't do anything about it and like okay but like he's been fucking natasha the whole season right and we don't really know So like months yeah like we're in episode 10 he's been he was fucking her in the first episode yeah you know um so presumably he had been fucking her most of the summer yeah yeah so like why haven't we gotten a conversation with him and and jack and or like him and you know even jen i could accept you know yeah or even pacey where he's like look i know we're not whatever but like you're the person i need to come to with this well that's the thing is that like when the sh- in season three, when like all of the relationships implode, the original three friends, mm-hmm. they don't really do this real journey of what that means and like how that destroys their lives and the way in which they find each other back in their lives. You yes, know? like obviously that's the main complaint about the whole story of Dawson and Joey is it's fucking sloppy. Yeah, and like we don't. Well, get and to even see Dawson it. and Pacey. Yeah, and Joey and Pacey. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and there was ways in which they could have done it. They could have bro- broken up in season four because Joey was so obsessed with being friends with Dawson and Dawson's like, I cannot be, e- I cannot look at either of you, you know? And then like had, you know, see, I wish in season five, we could have seen Joey in the fact that she didn't choose that both of the guys in her life were not gone, Yeah, you know, dating someone else and yeah. moving on. Um, but we're just kind of like in this place where it's, everything's just so dark and sad. I agree. Um, speaking of, everyone arrives at, the, arrives at the Leary's house. Yeah, Eddie drives the Potters. Uh, yeah. So wild. And he's like, so, you know, this is the guy from the movie set and the No Doubt concert. And he's like, why are we here? Which great I question, know, Eddie. like seriously. And I'm just like. Eddie asking the hard hitting question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and again, like, why did Joey invite him? I don't understand. Right. And Joey's like, like, are you going to be weird? And I was like, I mean, how else could one be? Well, <laughs> Like, I felt like his response was like, he's like, no, I'm not going to be weird. I don't have any, I don't know this guy. Are you going to be okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're wild. Like, and I felt like, he, I was like, wow, he really knows Joey. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's going to be weird for you. And then Joey's like, yeah, but it always is. And I was just like, what, what? is this? <laughs> she, I know. 
she was like, he's like, is it going to be weird for you? And she's like, yeah, but our relationship's always weird. And I'm like, what is this? Like, I'm sorry, but like, what am I supposed to take? What from am this? I supposed to take from this? Yeah. And again, because we get this voiceover of like, oh, people either fall too hard or not enough. And like, blah, blah, blah. And my, my life is so complicated relationship wise that then we get this. And I'm just like, I actually don't understand what's complicated about her relationship with Dawson. Yeah. Other than like, she lies to herself about the fact that they're friends. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I agree. And like she acts. And, and they were friends and then they fucked once. Yeah. And it's hard, you know, and we, we all know this and it's just like, you know, whatever, but it's hard to have the Pacey erasure. Yeah, I agree. And she's like, look, we're going to have a nice Christmas dinner and then we're going to leave. And then she says very suggestedly that she would like to find some time for them tonight. To fuck, yeah. And he's like, yeah, but like, I actually have to go home to my family like at some point. <laughs> But again, I'm just like, what are you is there now? going on here? Yeah. It's dark. Yeah. It's dark outside. <laughs> Which I get in New England, it might be four. But, but like, like, they're going to do a full dinner and then he's going to drive like to the other side to, like, from the Cape to the other something. side yeah. of Boston to see his family. He's going to sure. get there at like 945. Yeah. So he like maybe starts to invite her to come for a bit. Yeah, he starts saying something, but we don't know. And she immediately cuts him off. And she's like, I'm down. I, I would love to. And he's like, uh, okay. And then he's like, my family's less intimidating. And then Joey's like, wait, what do you mean? And he's like, well, your dad's like a little hard on uh, prospective suitors. And Joey gets real serious, which I do like. I do appreciate. I do, but I don't know why. So it's totally, like. <laughs> totally. Like, I just was like, wait a minute. Like, what? Like, what did you think was going to happen right. when you left your dad out there? Right. And like, then why do you care now? Like, totally. you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, like, I want. I'm happy she's feeling something, but since we've already gone on this journey of downtown crossing, the whole he is, you know, paroled or whatever, and, like, her dad's, you know, complicated, I'm still like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I know how I would feel in this situation, or I could imagine... I wouldn't have left him alone with... I know. Yeah. I also probably wouldn't have invited him, and or I wouldn't have stayed at my sister's house if my dad was going to yeah, be there. Yeah, you know? 100%. Personally. But anyways, like, you know, it's like one of those things. I kind of, the thing I like the most is how into him she is. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. haven't mm-hmm. seen her into anyone in a long time. Like, I agree. Even in the beginning of this season when she fucks Dawson and it's supposed to be this event, she didn't feel into him in my right. opinion, you know? And like, that was why I was like, this is the worst sex scene I've ever seen. So bad. You know? But, like, in this, she's, like, she's, she's down. Him. She's so down. She's like, I'm going full on, like, clinger. Yeah. Like, I want you to come to my, you know, Christmas. Christmas. Like, I'm not going to let gonna you finish that sentence. <laughs> I'm going to come to your parents' house. We're going to fuck there, too. You know? Yeah, and you're just like, like okay. okay get it. You know? But she but she asked if her dad was rude to him. And, and she's like, tell me if he was. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, he yeah. seems great. And that's the hard part because, like, even if we didn't get a conversation with Audrey or Jen or Pacey or something yeah. about her dad, we could have gotten with Eddie. And yeah. they started that conversation when, like, Eddie's, like, literally asked her, what's your parents like? What's your dad like? Yeah, What's exactly. your dad like? Yeah, yeah. And she just says the opposite of yours, which, like, I don't know is true. And I don't know what that means. And right. people aren't binary. So, like, what? You know? And, you know, and, like, again, it's bad writing. But it's also, like... That is the moment to lay out how she feels yeah. about her dad to say, like, yeah, yeah. I, 
we don't know if she saw him at the five and dime. We could have had that closure right there. Right, totally. Um, and then I do have to point out this little cute move because Eddie like opens the screen door for her and uh-huh. she like ducks under his arm in this uh-huh. real cute way. It's I, I find it very cute. I've always loved that moment. Anyway, so Pacey and Doug pull up. Pacey let Doug drive the BMW. Why is Doug there? No idea. We learned that Pacey bought his dad a Palm Pilot, which made me laugh Laughed out loud. so hard. It's really sweet because Pacey's like, do you think dad liked the Palm Pilot? He kind of acted like he like he wasn't sure. And like, du- we know the dad didn't like the Palm Pilot. <laughs> no way. He doesn't, he doesn't know, know what, what a Palm does. Pilot is or why he needs that. Right. But Doug does cover for their dad to like be nice to Pacey, yeah. which is like the only sweet moment we're going to get of Doug on yeah, this whole totally. episode. And then Pacey's like so excited and he pulls out another box for Doug and he's like, I bought you something and it's a watch and whatever. It's really nice. Yeah, we hear like that it's a nice watch. And Doug's kind of skeptical, like, mm-hmm. you know, because he's just like, what's going on with this job? Like you come home in this fancy car and you have all these fancy gifts. And he's like, you know, how much do you know about this place? And like, I feel like what we're supposed to take is that he's coming from a good place. Like he just wants to make sure Pacey's okay. But it like kind of doesn't feel that way. Like... Well, yeah, because it it makes me think that Doug knows nothing of what Pacey's doing with his life, right? you know? And so, like, that is, like, it's one of those, it's the same thing about Mike Potter, where it's like, so you've been out of the picture now for, like, four years, right? and you're going to come in and act like that's fine and, like, no one needs to have a conversation? Like, Doug has was totally fine with his brother being homeless. Like, like Pacey was homeless last season. Yeah. No one cared about that. And now, like, you know, him being like, oh, what's going on? Is on the up and up this job? And you're like, you're a fucking cop. You you didn't look up the employment, like, when you yeah. found out what it was? Yeah. Like, what is going on here? Totally. And so the way Pacey takes it, I think, is right. Like, Pacey's... He's like, are you jealous of me? Pacey's, like, really hurt yeah. by this, yeah. you know? And, like, he's like, you know, I just want you to be happy for me. Like, are you jealous? And Doug's like, maybe I'm just worried. Yeah, Doug's like, maybe I am jealous, but also maybe I'm just worried about you. Yeah. And, like, it's hard to believe that. I agree. So Audrey steals pills out of Gail's medicine cabinet. Uh-huh. Which we know Gail has the good stuff. Oh. Because we saw last season. Yeah, she does. And then we go to dinner. Everyone's here. Audrey walks in clearly drunk. Yeah. And Jen just asks outright, like, are you drunk? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yes, I am. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, so this is starting great. Great. And then, you know, we get, and Audrey's get, like, where's Jack? Yeah. And she's like, oh, she, he's in Europe with his dad and Andy, which like, thank God we got a mention of Andy. But like, honestly, where is Mrs. McPhee? <laughs> is she dead? I don't know. She's with Gretchen. I know. <laughs> And Gail asks Evelyn to say grace, but a completely shit-faced Todd just is like, I'll I'll do do it. it. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) And starts it as though it's a wedding. He's like, dearly beloved, (laughs) or a Prince song, we're gathered here today to get through this thing called life. And he's immediately like, he's self-aggrandizing and terrible. And then he's like sidetracked and he looks at Jen. He's like, do I know you? And she just gives the best face. (laughs) She's like, yeah, you hit on me on a plane to New York once. And he's like, did we fuck? And she's like, nah. And he's like, are you sure I remember fucking? She's like, wasn't me. (laughs) So funny. All the adults at the table are like horrified. (laughs) And all the like kids are like, (laughs) can't keep it together. (laughs) 
Then Todd breathes, proceeds to just hit on Gail. He like pivots and he's like, oh, right. The birth of Christ. <laughs> it's so and funny. He's, he calls Dawson the progeny and then gets stuck on that. Word. I know. <laughs> Can't say it. Can't say it. Everyone's laughing. And then he just talks about how much he loves Dawson. <laughs> it's so funny. And, like, Joey is fucking desperately trying to make eye contact with Pacey, but Pacey's looking anywhere but anyone else's eyes to I try know. to get through this. And they're sitting right next to each other, yeah. Pacey and it's Joey. Pacey, Joey, Eddie. And, like, but, like, it's hard. It's a hard pill. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's only going to get harder in this yeah. scene. So Todd admits that Dawson's sleeping with Natasha, announces that. Yeah. And then admits that he committed statutory rape. I know. Which is a thing we're all supposed to find funny. I know. The fuck, Todd? I was like, woof. Woof. It's just like, I'm sorry, every single mentor that is on this season is a piece of <laughs> a trash. Nightmare. A goddamn we've nightmare. We've got Todd. We've got Rich. We've, we've got, got Hedson. we got that other professor. I don't never can remember his name. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Jack one. Yeah. We've got CJ, Ugh. who's like a peer mentor. Yeah. So Dawson... Fine. I was like, let's wrap this up. Like, yeah. Let's. We're done here. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everyone's really trying not to laugh. And then Mike fucking Potter. Des- oh my God. Decides that he's going to jump in and talk about how impressed he is with da- what Dawson's done with his life. He's like, I've known Dawson since he was little. He's so great. You know? And like. He sent you to fucking prison, Mike. <laughs> Just to remind you. Why are you talking? <laughs> right. This is not. Were you invited? <laughs> like, what are you doing here? So. And then. Th- this is when Pacey looks at Joey. Yeah. Who is crawling out of her skin immediately. Oh, my God. And then Mike's like, maybe Dawson could get a move, a job for Eddie on this movie. And Dawson and Joey both look like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> and like. Yeah, and also, like, what are they trying to say with this storytelling? Right. Like, that to me was when I was like, I don't know what show I'm watching. <laughs> right. Like, I get it. You have put together a Christmas episode and you want a dinner that goes horribly wrong. Totally, and I'm here for that and I love it. I love <laughs> a drunk Todd. I love this complicatedness, but, like, we haven't got... To, we don't know how Joey feels about her dad. Right. We also kind of don't really know how she feels about Eddie. You know what I mean? We don't know how she... We don't know how... Pacey is feeling like his ex-girlfriend is here. We yeah. don't know how Dawson is his really two feeling. ex-girlfriends two are ex-girlfriends, here. Two ex-girlfriends, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, we didn't even get an awkward, like, hey, Audrey. Like, you know? Because, yeah. like, also, like, in the Spiderwebs episode, they talk, and it was kind of, like, felt like a reconciliation talk, right. but then it kind of wasn't, because then he kissed Emma, you know? And, and like, like, Jen and Audrey have, like, shit going on, yeah. but, like, that's not... It's clear that there's tension, but I mean, we're going to get there. But. Yeah. And so like, it's kind of like a weird place to find ourselves. And then Mike being there, it's like, I just like, I don't care because we've dragged out this storyline so sloppily and I don't know how Joey feels. And I don't know what I'm supposed to care about. I know. Because like before anyone tells, like looks at Mike and is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Todd starts in again. Yeah. And Todd is like... You know, he says something that well, I kind of didn't understand because he was so shit-faced that I was like, what's he saying? Yeah. And 
And like, cause maybe like he, maybe he's like, oh, we need this kind of PA. Yeah. And Eddie like is very graceful and he's like, you know what? It's okay. Like just movies aren't really my thing. Like yeah. I'm okay. You know? And then Mike's and like, Mike's like hostile. oh, well then what is your thing? And it's like, I don't know. Like how old is Eddie? Like what? 22, 23? Maybe. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like fuck off Mike Potter. Like don't be like this to people. Totally. And then, I mean, Joey... Yeah. To her credit, jumps in at this point and yeah. stops him and, like, tells Mike he's being a dick. Yeah. Which he is. Yeah. And then, and then Audrey decides that this is the time to ask another question about prison. She's like, can I ask another prison question? Yeah. And then she just asks why he doesn't think that Eddie's good enough for Joey. I know. Which I also think is valid, too. Like That's you know? true. Then we get this great shot of Pacey, Eddie, Joey in a row looking at Audrey like, what just happened? Yeah. It's like, like we can have this total chaos and it's fine. But and I also like, it's hard to see Audrey still being a good friend to Joey. Yeah. And like standing up for Joey when we've seen Joey kind of not being a good friend to her. Like right. essentially the whole season. But like even in this episode. Right. You know? Yeah. Cause like Joey tells Audrey to back off. Why? I don't know. And then Audrey calls Joey princess and said she was sticking up for Joe Dirt, who apparently is Eddie. Okay. <laughs> Pacey's like, here we go. Like, oh yeah. God. And then eight, Audrey like fucking lays into him when he mm-hmm. says that. And she like, I mean, she drops some truth bombs, which is like, if anyone messes with your one that got away, mm-hmm. like, and, and he gets all up on his high horse about it and everyone looks at her like, oh shit. <laughs> like, and like, it's one of those things where like, you wish that that's why they broke up. Yeah. Or that there was ever any friction about, her. about uh-huh. Joey, you yeah. know? And like, we complained about that all last season. Yeah, we sure did. And like, even in this season, it was just kind of like, wait, what's going yeah. on here? Why yeah. they broke up for such a stupid reason or not even it was stupid. It just was like underdeveloped and we didn't really understand what was totally. happening, but it's like Pacey seemed like he wasn't interested anymore. And she was like, well, I don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with me. And it, right. that seems totally like adult and fair, Yeah, you know? I and I, but I also can understand her feeling this way. Yeah. You know? So yeah. like, you're like, okay. Um, and Jen starts to like say something and Audrey's like, just like lays into her and is like, are you sad? I had sex with your dream boy. Like, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. And this dinner is just like careening yeah. down the hill. And it's like, I don't like, it's one of those things where it's like, why is she going after Jen? Right. Cause Jen's like, well, what are you even doing here then? And like, she's like, I missed my flight, bitch. Uh huh. And she's like, which sucks. Cause like, I don't want to fucking spend Christmas here. Yeah. And then, like, Gail tells Audrey, but not Todd, uh-huh. that she needs to go lay down. Yeah. And Audrey's like, no. Yeah, she's like, all y'all are hypocrites. Yep. Dawson, you and Pacey hate each other. You're not even friends. And yeah. I'm, like, clapping. Like, Yeah, I'm like, this, she might be drugged, but she's right. She, like, <laughs> how come this hasn't been the storyline right. for, like, the past three seasons? Right. You know, like what? This is like such a good juicy storyline. It's so sad and heartbreaking, but also true and relevant. Yeah. They're like best friends and like they're not, you know? 
Um, and, and she's like, Dawson and Joey, you both have your like significant others, but you both like. Look s- at you sitting there like adults with your significant others, but like, you, you didn't guys s- fucked and you didn't even talk about it. Yeah, you didn't deal with it. And like, you're, and none of it's going to work until you deal with your crap, which I was yeah. like, not wrong. Seriously. And she's like, and then Audrey's like, Pacey, I'm sorry that Joey broke your heart and it's prevented you from having an adult relationship. And like, I don't. In, I understand her saying that, yeah. but that part I don't really entirely buy. I don't either. I don't either. Because I actually felt like he did have an adult relationship with Audrey. I did too. And I kind of think he had a kind of adult relationship with Jennifer Morrison. Yeah. Like. Like, I, I think she could, like, it's maybe more like he's, it's preventing him from, like, pursuing. Like, a love. A, like, a deep love, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure, I could see that. But, like, he's also 1920, yeah. you know? So, like, I, I don't know if I think that they're... And they only broke up, like, two years ago. So, yeah. like, that, that's a fine time. He doesn't seem to be being held back by his feelings for Joey. Yeah, I mean, Dawson, for sure, is held back yeah. by his feelings for Joey and uh, vice agreed. versa, you know? Yeah. Or, or, like, his lack of understanding of what his feelings right. for Joey are, you know? But I don't know if I necessarily see Pacey that way. Agreed. But I also understand Audrey's pain in saying that. Agreed with that as well. Yeah. And she's like, Merry Christmas, scum suckers. Yeah, she's like, so grow up. And then, yeah, she gets up and she, like, yeah, is like, Merry Christmas and storms out. And, like, no one follows her. I had that exact same note. Because she, my thing is, like, she grabs keys on the way out, which I get no one sees that. Yeah. But, like, then she, like, spends kind of a long time stumbling through the snow to get to the cars. And I was like, I'm nobody's sorry. walking out this door. Gail. This woman is underage, wasted at your house, and you're just going to let her go out into the snow? Look, there are adults at this table, like true adults. So here's the thing. Okay. So like we joke sometimes and sometimes we're not joking about like weather and other areas. Yeah. This is my like deep fear. And this is what you all can write in and talk to us about it. I don't know. It doesn't matter what you feel about it, but this is how I feel about it. Is that like the thing that really, I have like a deep, deep fear about these places that get cold. Yeah. Because like my thing is like, if you make a false move. Mm -hmm. You're dead. You're dead. Yeah. It's like being in the desert. It's the same thing. We were, we were teenagers together and like, you know, people passed out in places sometimes. Yeah. Things happened. And like, my thing is like, if I passed out, I never did pass out outdoors, like Uh in a bush or something. And then like woke up the next day, but I had friends that did (laughs) and, and not (laughs) present company excluded, but like, but like, I was like, but if you did that in December in like Wisconsin, you'd die. Yeah, I know. That is fucking terrifying to me. I know. Terrifying. Well, just, I mean, I agree with you. Like she's, Wasted. Wasted. So, like, why wouldn't anyone come out and be like, you can't, like, be there's out also here. like a body of water nearby that yeah. one of their friends drowned in a few years ago. Yes, that's true. True. So, while wasted. Right. So, as she spends all this time stumbling out to the car, she like gets, you know, she like gets the keys, whatever. It's a it's a whole mess, and she drives right through the Leary's also, living room. She, Doug is a legit sheriff. Yeah. And watches her, like, leave, be wait, underage, wasted. So she drives through the Leary's living room. Which was a delight. I laughed so hard. It's, I mean, I remember laughing at it when we watched it live. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? And she gets out of the car and she like mumbles and then she passes out on the couch. Yeah. Yikes. 
That's, that's yeah. Yikes. That's a yikes. 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 And then we cut to Pacey begging Doug to keep her out of trouble. Yeah, and I, I mean, I get the sentiment, but I also, like, I don't really understand what is going on. So here's my thing. Why is he doing that? I think he's like, she doesn't need anything else on her plate. Like, she's already spiraling. Uh-huh. And she doesn't need more shit coming down the pipeline. I think he's like, you know, Pacey has a savior complex. I totally. think he's trying to, to do it. Uh, here's... <laughs> Here's my thing. I have a couple of things. Mm -hmm. Number one, like, Doug, I do kind of agree with Doug being like, this girl needs serious help and maybe it would be better if she, like, faced a fucking consequence. But also, isn't it up to Gail to press charges against her? Yeah, I I don't know the exact laws on if she would get a DUI no matter what. But if you, that's the whole point. If you get out of your car and they don't catch you in the car, they can't give you a DUI. Right. So, but, but Doug is a cop and he didn't see that. I know. Happen. It's like, but so, I don't know how that works. No, like off duty. But so Doug's like, you know, Pacey's like, I want you to make this go away. I'll take the blame. So what is being offered here is not just Pacey being like, make this go away. Yeah. He's going to pay for it. He's going to commit fraud. <laughs> he's going to tell Doug is going to have to report yeah. that Pacey On was the driving, report. Yeah. which is fraud. I know. I mean, and Doug then lays into Pacey that he's just like, nothing's really changed. You're just looking for a quick fix. Which like, what does that mean? I don't know. And I like, don't really understand where that comes from. Like is at any point in the first, like, six seasons of this show have we watched Pacey try to have a quick fix? Yeah, like, I, I don't understand that. And it doesn't... It feels incongruent to the way in which Doug sees Pacey, too. I agree. Um, you know, like, I know he thinks he's a slacker, but, like, the kind of, like... Like, the get-rich-quick thing that we're watching with Pacey doesn't... It feels out of character for him, which is why a lot of people don't like it. And, like, look, I don't like it either, but, like, I also... Yeah, I don't want to be watching it. Yeah, like, I understand that part of his journey of, like, oh, wow, I'm actually good at this, and I might be able to be rich, something I never thought I would be. Like, I never thought I'd be, A, good at something, or B, rich. So, like, that's why he's on this journey, you know? But the, like, um, yeah, getting out of things quick, I don't really see for him, and it doesn't really make sense. Right. And then, Doug... As then if that's not bad enough. He pivots into being an man- emotional manipulator. Well, he's like, Audrey's going to go out there again and drink and drive another day. And it might not end up so happy. And I'm like, you're a sheriff. Well, exactly. If you feel that way, why are you giving in to what your brother is asking you? I have no idea. Truly. And like, I'm. am I supposed to root for Doug? Think that he did like, a good thing here? I, I don't know. And then what he says makes me just, like, hate him even more. Because right. he's like, you know what? I should have said this last year. But, like, I was proud of you for being a cook. And you're like, yeah, dude, you should have said that last Definitely year. Definitely Because now you just sound like a manipulative piece of shit. Right. And he's like, I was almost jealous because there was something noble about it. But I guess that doesn't suit you. <laughs> and he's like, now you're just going to throw money at everything. And, like, you know... F- I'm just like, fuck Pacey's whole family, dude. Like, this is fucked. Doug, why are you there? Yeah. Why are you there? Please go torture Sarah Lance in Arrow. We're done. Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. So then we get Audrey passed out in Dawson's bed. 
Yeah, and Jen goes to check on her. So I'm kind of like, like this is makes sense for Jen's character. Totally. I love it. I'm here for it. But totally. I'm also like, I don't like how ha- they haven't resolved the like. They're like this kind of the stickiest of all, right? Yeah. Because they're kind of like in the midst of something. Yeah. And Audrey like feels like crap and looks like crap. And yeah. Jen asks, Jen's like, how do you feel? And she's like, crap. And Jen's like, you know, should I call your parents? Like, yeah. this feels like. And Audrey's like, if you do that, I'll cut your neck. You know, she's like very firm about yeah. like not happening, which like, I don't know. That's very interesting as well. Totally. Cause, and, and for like as much as we've talked around the complicated thing about parents, we also don't really know how Audrey feels about her parents. Right. We've met her mom. Who was a total, total nightmare. Yeah. But like... Yeah, exactly. So Jen's like, why are you so angry? And Audrey's just like, you're trying to impress CJ, but he's not even here. Like, what the fuck? And she's like, I'm trying to help you. I know. And then Audrey says she just wants to be left alone. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I think Jen is understanding what's happening, but also doesn't know what to do, obviously. Because Audrey's clearly pushing everyone away. Totally. And Jen has done that before, you know. And then Audrey just says to her, like, Y'all are bad friends. You didn't even notice how screwed up I have become, you know? Yeah. And like, you know... She, That's like both true and not, though. I Because I think they have noticed. Well, yeah, and I, I, just, I think I we've flat out seen Jen ask her if she's okay, you right. know? And like, you know, it's a complicated, sicky situation that we make people ask for help. Right. So like, how, what else are we supposed to do, right, right, you right, know? Right. So it's like, it's hard. But, you know, on the other hand, like, Dawson is like friends with her but not really friends with anyone so right. he's a bad friend to everyone Pacey and her broke up so it's kind of like a sticky situation you know Joey's the real Joey's definitely been being a bad friend to her or like we haven't I guess we haven't seen her be a good friend so I don't yeah, know yeah that's a yeah that's know. a good way to put it um so like I don't know and then Audrey says this line which did make me laugh with friends like you who needs enemas I know <laughs> but also I was like why is that there I I mean I laugh but why and like Jen leaves yeah yeah and then we go to to the foyer where Natasha's coming down with her packed bags and she's like listen I'm out of here Natasha's like you're leaving and she's like yeah my manager got me on the first flight out of here I'm out and she's like look I slept with Max Winter yeah and like and he's like fantastic and she's just like what is going on (laughs) and she's like look I'm sorry for fucking with your emotions yeah like I I I didn't mean to I I never loved you yeah I don't love you and she's like I really liked sleeping with you but like like, didn't expect it to last this long yeah and i was like good for them for talking about this i know and he like kind of he like kind of built up the courage and he's like i didn't love you either and she's like yeah i know (laughs) and like it's kind of it's sweet but funny because you can tell he's like oh my god i didn't love you either and she's like yeah duh yeah you can just fuck people and not totally it's so funny um and she's like it's okay and she's like look I'm too young and self-absorbed to be in, like, this this kind of intense relationship that, like, you think this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if that's the way I am, like, so are you, you know? Which is so fucking true. He's so I mean, young and self-absorbed, I you know? Definitely. Um, but then she says, someday you're going to make a girl really happy. And I was, like, doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, like, and, you know, like, I don't want to 
fuck you over and turn you into a cynic about women. Yeah, I don't want to break your heart. Also, feel is like really like a good uh, Natasha's so wild. She's great, but like also then we had that whole cynical conversation earlier, so I'm not really sure what's happening. I here. know. So she, he's like, you know, well, she's like, I don't want you to, you know have like this problem where like I break your heart and then you become cynical about women and she's and then he says like don't flatter yourself he's like mean about it I thought it was so funny really yeah I thought he, was, he had like mean eyes oh I was like wow did James Vanderbeek learn a lesson and tone it down <laughs> fair fair <laughs> and she's like Merry Christmas and then she's like Todd's passed out in the bathroom so you might want to check on that I know <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, is this the last of Natasha? It's not. I looked Thank it God. up. I know. The one time we're like, yeah. <laughs> we're like, no, there's got to be more. Like, not oh. like, oh my God, there are more episodes I with know, this fucker. Seriously. So Eddie, they're leaving and Eddie's like, is that, was that normal Christmas? Is that how all your Christmas is? And Joey's like, we usually smoke crack and worship Satan. So this was great. Cool. And he's like, listen, I don't think you should come back to... <laughs> Yeah, my family's place with me. Like, you've got a lot going on here. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, I think he's right. And I think that this is the conversation that you would be having with someone you've been fucking for three weeks. Uh-huh. But also, like, how does he feel about what Audrey just said? Yeah, or what like Audrey has been doing. But, like, sure. We kind of got <laughs> how he felt about how Mike was, that it was just a little bit intense. Yeah. But like Audrey just admitted that like Joey and Dawson have unfinished business because they fucked. Right. And that like the person sitting on the other side of Joey is like someone who's still like madly in love with her. Right. You know, or possibly a lot of bombs whatever. dropped so, like, on dinner. How, like, how How's does Eddie doing? How does Eddie feel about that? Yeah. You know? Who? No idea. Yeah. And Eddie's like, you know, your dad was a jerk to me, but, like, he's not wrong. Like, I'm not super together right now. And he's like, I should have trusted my gut. I, like, shouldn't be here. Yeah. And he does say, dealing with your dad and the ghosts of relationships past, like, uh, you know, is too much too soon. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's right. It is too much. I know. And she's like, but we should be in the here and now. Yeah. Like, you know, and she's like, okay, let's do that. And you're like, I, I know, but like. He's got to go to Christmas. And also like, he's pointing out like. You've got some things to deal with. Yeah. Or at least to talk to him about yeah. or to like, you know, deal yeah. with and then talk to him about or something, you know, like, I don't know. Um, and he's like, you know, listen, if you come to my house, like, my family is going to ask the same question. Yeah, it'll be the same vibe. Like, what are you doing with him? And and then they're going to, like, after you left, they were, they'll were they say, like, they'll what are you doing? She's going to break your heart. of you, yeah. you know, because you're so beautiful. And, like, they're going to pull me aside and say, like, that girl's going to break your heart. Yeah. And she's like, I have no intention of breaking your heart, which is such a 19-year-old thing to totally. say. And he says, yeah, no one no ever one, has that intention. No one does. Yeah. And he like wishes her a Merry Christmas and kisses her and he leaves her kind of sad. Yeah. She's a little sad, but she sees Dawson on his dock and she goes to him. Are they going to resolve? No, no, (laughs) definitely not. Definitely not. I don't know why you would think that. I didn't think that, but that's what they want you to think. Right. And they kind of like, she kind of jokes with him. She's like, you know, didn't Didn't I I sleep sleep with you and never talk to you again? And I'm just like. I'm sorry, but we need to be, move beyond this stupid ass banter. Like, I can't. I just need a real conversation I between agree. these two people. You can make that joke in like five years. Um. So anyway, Dawson's like, 
well, uh, that put things in perspective, <laughs> that dinner. Yeah. And she, he's like, you know, if Audrey had managed to like kill us all, I hate to think our last meaningful conversation was like what we said in your dorm room. Yeah. Which is kind of a nice sentiment. I do agree. I I feel like Dawson's trying to have a real conversation and then Joey's over here being like sarcastic. Yeah. Um, and so then she, they kind of, they get into it and she's like, look, I put what happened in a box far away. Yeah. And he's like, I spend my time wondering what went, where it all went wrong. Right. And she's like, I spend my time wishing we never meant anything to each other. That is fucking me. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, woo. Wow. Woo. Yikes. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Okay, Joey. And like, what? Agreed. And then, like, can we talk about that? Like, I, I mean, I think Joey is so emotionally stunted that, like, she would rather have not felt anything mm-hmm. than have to, like, deal with the aftermath of, like, mess and breakup. Yeah, totally. I and, mean, like... Same thing happened with Pacey. Well, and, like, look at her and Pacey, right? Yeah. If we're going to take that on face value, the two of them, between the two of them, like, it's all been shoved under the rug. Yeah, and, like, they acts, don't even... She acts like he meant nothing to her. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Joey says it's easy to hate him if anything... But if, like, anything happened, like, I know you'd be there for me. Mm-hmm. And Joey's like, you know... He agrees. Yeah, they, like, agree. They're like... But Joey, she's like, you know, if that's true, like, how can we only end up hurting each other? Yeah. And he's like, well, we're not doing it right now. We're not hurting each other now. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this but is, this like, an a- illusion and a truce. And I, you know... And, and you're just like, what are you talking about? Right. They're not... What the fuck are you talking about? She says, right now I want to stand here and talk to the one person who can help me figure out how everything got this way and we can hate each other in the morning. And that's but, what... But that, we're like, not going to get the conversation. But like, that's what he was trying to talk about. That's yeah. what he said. He <laughs> yeah. said, I'm trying to figure out where it all went wrong. And you said, I'm trying to figure out how to... F- Never... How to know, think... How, how to, to <laughs> internal sunshine my way out of this. <laughs> yes. What is going on? Yeah, and totally. then she wants to have this, like she says. God, well, thank God that movie like came out right at the end of this or right after this. Oh my God. God we would have had so many stupid references to it. So he uh, wraps his arm around her and admits he doesn't hate her. And she admits she doesn't hate him. And then they stand here at the end of the dock with the snow coming down. And that's the end of the episode. Uh, what the fuck did I watch? I was like, this episode was wild and dumb. I totally agree with you. It's such a waste of bringing in like these people, these like Mike Potter, Doug, Bodie, who doesn't Bessie, say a line. Bessie yeah. doesn't say a line, you yeah. know, like, I mean, I'm excited to see all those characters because like we haven't seen them in a minute, but like to then have to watch this, it's like, oh my God. Totally. And like the only Christmas episode we're going to get is like this, this one. I don't know. Well, and it's, uh, it feels like, I mean, here's the thing I'll say. They do know how to do a Halloween episode, right? Yeah. Like, it, every single one, like, even the dumb ones, yeah. they're, like, fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, like, they don't, like, the Thanksgiving episode they did was the best because 
at least like it's a mess it's chaos Jen's fighting with her mom mm, like trying to fuck Pacey yeah trying to fuck Pacey like you know Joey and Dawson are like haven't really talked to each other in a long yeah. time Andy and Pacey are real weird yeah. he like kind of leaves because she's there yeah like it's it's messy too yeah but in a real authentic way in a way in which you understand everyone's um, motivations totally and then at the end they all sit together and are like well we're having this nice moment yeah this like this isn't a nice moment. They literally, like, Joey's like, I wish I didn't know you. And (laughs) Dawson's like, Dawson's basically like, well, we did fuck and then fight. And like, we're not really friends, but like, I would be there, but we're not friends. Like, it's just not, this is not like heartwarming. No, definitely not. And like, it's a weird, like mid season break where you're (laughs) like, okay, so like, I guess, Dawson and Natasha are over and Joey and Eddie are over and... But Joey and Eddie aren't over. They're just like not where Joey thought they were. I mean, and are Dawson and Natasha over? Great question. You know, so it's kind of like... That felt more over. Yeah, and that's why I was like, is she gone? Oh, God. But like, it leaves you kind of being like, what did I watch? Why is this a Christmas episode? Totally. You know, um, where's the joy? Totally. You know... Like who should who are we rooting for? Jack? Yeah, I hope Jack's having a great time in Italy. Yeah, like oh my god. Well, Natalie, Jack. I know, it's such a bummer. And all after this whole like long, slow like yeah. Joey and Do- and Joey and her dad storyline. We get this. this? I and still is, don't am I mistaken how- that he's like not back again? I don't think so. I still don't know how she feels about her dad whatsoever. No. You know, I mean, I get that she feels complicated, but who doesn't? Right. You know? Yes, totally. So it's kind of like, what is happening? Totally. That was such a disappointment. I agree. And like, honestly, how does someone drive a car into a house? My cousin, my cousin has done that. Fully inside of the... Not inside, but my cousin did hit a house with a car. Fully inside of a house. (laughs) Like, I just don't know if that's possible. (laughs) She's not going that fast. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's not enough inertia, like, to make to, that to happen. Hit it. Yeah. Um, to the degree in which it it did. Yeah. Um, so that's wild. Um, for our listener corner, mm. this is from Instagram. Okay. The real Selena Orgelman. Yeah, I don't like Mr. Potter judging Eddie. He doesn't know who he is and what is it about Mr. Potter has done a lot of bad things, even to Joey's mom, who was dying of cancer and did drugs and cheated on her at the time, so he has no place to judge Eddie. Mr. Potter got to look at his own life, and he was never there for Betty, Betsy and Bessie. Bessie and Joey. They pretty much had to take care of themselves. No, agreed. Agreed. Like, the fact that... The fact that we just, like have no no one's feelings about Mr. Potter being there. I know. Like not even Dawson. Not Dawson, not Gail. Like I'm sorry, Pacey doesn't pull Joey aside to be like your dad's here. Your What's dad's going on here? here? Like I know what a big deal is. Jen doesn't do that. Yeah. Like you know, it's one thing if Audrey and Eddie and Todd and Natasha don't do that mm-hmm. cuz they don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah. But like none of these people go like, "Whoa." Yeah. What's going on with your dad? And why didn't we know about this? Yeah. 
Bessie and Joey don't have a conversation about it. I mean, like, my thing is, like, as clunky as season two can be at the time, at times, when Mike Potter comes in, it's like we deal with it. Yes, we hear Bessie being like all excited and right. Joey feeling complicated. Right. We Joey talks to other characters about it. You right. know, she talks to Dawson about it. Yeah. So like I agree with you. Like we know how she feels. And like obviously that's I'm constantly complaining about it. It's like, how does she feel? Like I don't right. understand. So like I, I just like I don't know what's going on, you yeah. know? And like it's one of those things where it's like, this is a TV show. We need to know how everyone feels. You just need That's to, literally the point. That's the point of watching this. We yeah. need to know. You need to tell us right. how these people feel about what's going on. And, like, if we don't know, it's hard to care. And it's just, like, it's confusing. And Agreed. And it's like, it's like we've lost all sight of, like, not only what worked about mm-hmm. this TV show at one point, which, like... I, I was I was having a conversation with our British correspondent Hugh uh-huh. the other day. We were on FaceTime and like he was like, the thing is, is like, how does it do so many things so right? I know. And then like when it goes wrong, it goes so, so epically wrong. wrong. And I was like, yeah, that is the frustrating thing because you wish there's a part of me that like we wish we could just write this off. I know. And be like, yeah, whatever. We watched it and like yeah. it was fine. Yeah. You know. And then like. But you can't because the things it gets right, it gets so right. And so that's why it feels so awful to be watching these things and be like, it's like you don't even know how to tell television stories. I know. I mean, we just watched on Patreon the epic scene of Joey and her dad, you know, at the end of season one. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you cry every time. Every time. You know exactly how complicated she feels of like, I hate you, but I love you. I miss you, but I'm glad you're gone. You know? And like, just like, that's how everything feels when you're a teenager of like, just the everything's polar opposites and you don't know how to reconcile it. Yeah. And like, then we are here where we're like, what am I watching? Yeah. You know? And like, I don't think Joey needs to reconcile how she feels about her father, like ever, but like at, even at this point, she's only 19. So like, I also think she can feel totally complicated about him. But every time we get like a mention of him, I don't, we don't understand what happens. We don't get a, an emotion. Yeah, because Eddie asked her a few episodes ago, and she didn't say, like, look, when my dad was there, he was amazing, but he was gone a lot because of his own choices. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, it's like we're always complaining that all it takes a lot of times is just, like, one line. Like, even in this episode, why the fuck did Gail invite all these people over? Yeah. Just to give us a throwaway. I know. Yeah. Like, totally. oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So for our art and artists, this is a personal question I've been dealing with myself Okay. because I'm going to a movie tomorrow with my friend and we're trying to decide what to watch. And I was like, do we go see the new Michael Bay ambulance? Okay. Because it's a type of movie that you see on a big screen. Sure. But Michael Bay. A nightmare. Is a total nightmare. Particularly and for Megan Ma- Fox. Megan Fox. Yeah. So. You know, this is from Wikipedia, but he's been accused, Michael Bay has been accused of heavily objectifying women in his, feel, in his films. With critics describing Bay's manner of filming actresses as lascivious and pornographic, he faced criticism for routinely making sexist remarks and showing female characters in stereotypical light. 
he came under scrutiny for firing Megan Fox in retaliation after she made comments about him mistreating her on the set of Transformers films, comparing him to Hitler and Napoleon. Oh, shit. Bay reportedly enlisted the crew of Transformers Revenge of the Following. He had three people punish or publish this open letter on his website, but like they didn't sign it because like they you know didn't want to be retaliated against themselves. Mm. And I, I read the letter, and it's... It, there's grammatical errors, but also it's fucked up. Where they like, um, they come to his defense and refer to Fox, Megan Fox's, among other things, Mrs. Sour Pants, porn star, unfriendly bitch, and dumb as a rock. They basically just come and they're just like, she's an idiot. She said this. She said that. She was mean on set. Like da 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 da. And then uh, actress Kate Beckinsale also spoke out. A, a publicly reporting that he body shamed and regularly criticized her appearance by Bay during the making of Pearl Harbor. Jesus. So he Michael has, Bay made Pearl Harbor. Yeah, he did Bad yes. Boys, Bad Boys Two. Wait, Michael Bay. Yes. Not Michael Mann. Michael Bay did okay. Bad Boys. Okay, okay. Followed that up with The Rock, then Armageddon, Pearl Harbor. Bad Boys 2, The Island. Then he did all the Transformers movies, yeah, and that's when that. he took a real turn, and, like, yeah. he's terrible. Yeah. But Ambulance is supposed to be, like, a return back towards, like, his old type of movies. Huh. Um, and it's, like, you know, there's car chases, like The Rock yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. It takes place in L.A. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you're, like, Michael Bay. Do I want to give him money or support him? <sighs> yeah. So he's basically, Michael Bay himself says that, like, he makes movies for 15-year-old boys. And so that's why the girls are, like, fetishized in this way. That doesn't make it acceptable. But the, I've always felt like Dawson Leary wants to be a Michael Bay. I think Dawson Leary and Michael Bay have a lot in common. Yeah. It's hard, right? That's kind of, like, hard. I mean, I, I actually, I'll recommend, if anybody is is interested... There's a great interview between Megan Fox and Diablo Cody on Mm -hmm. the 10th anniversary of Jennifer's body, which she did like right after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe even like during that time. I think it was right after. And Michael Bay maintains, he's like, I made Megan Fox famous. And I'm like, excuse me, we all know she was in an American and Ashley Olsen movie. So like, get out of here. So... And then Jennifer's body, which is a fucking classic. Yeah. She, so there's an interview with her and Diablo Cody where she actually does like kind of talk about some of that stuff Mm -hmm. and talk about like, this is specific, more specific to the reviews of Jennifer's body, which like really fucking took her to task. Yeah. Um, and you know, she was like, when you watch that movie, it's like a brilliant satire of the things that Michael Bay was doing to her. Yeah, no, I I think Michael Bay was able to create a narrative about Megan Fox that, like, everyone jumped a hold on, much similar to what Harvey Weinstein did about a lot of other yeah. women, you know? Yeah, totally. So I think, like, I don't know. It's it's interesting because it's, like, there's this part of me that's, like, it's up to us each individually, unfortunately, as, you know, moviegoers to say, like, is this the thing that I am going to not care about? Is this the thing mm-hmm. that I'm going to say okay you know i'm gonna watch this i like i might feel weird about it or i might feel bad about it but like i want to watch it Mm -hmm. like you know there's a lot of that shit that we engage with yeah i think on a pretty regular basis i i just got into on tv like ncis hawaii okay 
I started watching and I was like, I hate myself in a certain way because this is fucking military propaganda, Mm. right? Like this is like saying to me that the United States armed forces are like, they've got these like people that are doing good. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't think that there are, I, I think that there are probably plenty of people in the United States armed forces that do good. Yeah. However, I think of, I personally think of the military as a colonialist and imperialist power that like I have a lot of problems with mm-hmm. and I don't like there's this part of me that's like I don't want to watch a show about mm-hmm. like about how great it is yeah and yet here I am watching this show about yeah. how great it is I and, think one of them Meredith Monroe has like a large part on. oh interesting yeah Honestly, I mean, to be really honest with you, it's because there's like a gay couple at the center of it. And it's uh, like really diverse. Like Vanessa Lachey, Nick Lachey's wife is like the lead. Oh, okay. And she's Filipino American. Yeah. And like, and then like, there's like almost no white people on it. And it's, well, it's so, in Hawaii. So that's and it's good. in Hawaii, <laughs> yeah. which is fun. And then also like, it's very character driven. Mm. So like, those are the reasons that I do really like it. Like I kind of don't care about the week to week mystery. Cause you know, I hate procedural dramas. Mm. Um, but like, but you watch so many of them. I don't. Oh, I, that's the only one I watch. Oh, what about the station? That's not a procedural. Mm. That's just a drama. That's mm. not like, there's not like, you know, like law and order or house or like where they have like kind of the same plot every week. Or CSI, like, mm-hmm. and like my my problem with a lot of those shows usually is that there's not characters, there's caricatures on them, mm. and so like I don't that's I don't really want to watch that. Mm. Um, my father and I used to fight about it constantly, mm. um, but like, so so like, I have this thing that I'm like I'm overlooking the fact that I'm like totally giving my money to CBS, which is like a network that I think sucks, <laughs> and like. <laughs> I'm giving them my money and I'm also like giving them my eyeballs and saying like, okay, show me your like fucking military propaganda show. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. You've like now created a cast that is such that like, I actually want to watch this, Mm. which means like you've manipulated me quite nicely. Thank you so much. (laughs) The AI got you. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and it's one of those things where it's like, I understand what's happening. It's mm-hmm. not my favorite thing, but like also I do really enjoy the show. And so I think like with Michael Bay, yeah. You know, I I think with cases like Harvey Weinstein and with Woody Allen and with Roman Polanski, like those to me just in my perspective are like easy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right? Like, okay, I'm never going to watch another another Woody Allen movie. Like, yeah. That's fine with me. You know, I don't need to watch any of the new Woody Allen movies. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Not, I don't feel that I'm missing out. Yeah. Um, and and he's a monster. So yeah. I don't need to give him any support or money or eyeballs. But like... Sounds like Michael Bay's a monster, though. Well, yes, he does sound monstrous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think there's a difference between being a fucking asshole and raping a child. True. Definitely. So... Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's like, I think it's something to grapple with. I also think if you haven't seen this, that new Michelle Yeoh movie. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, my friend already saw it. Oh. So. Dang. I know. <laughs> I really want to see it. I know. I'm like, 
Yeah, Data's in it from the Goonies. Yeah. I know. So, I so I don't know. I, I mean, do, you know, do what feels right. And if you do, like, no one's canceling you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might see the Sandra Bullock one instead. Oh, I do really want to see that. Yeah. You know how I love Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. But it's like... Yeah, if you're going to see a Michael Bay movie, you have to see it on the big screen. That is true. So that is like, very if true. I ever want to see it, now, it's now it's or now never. It's now or never, yeah. You know, so whatever. Yeah. But I never saw it in the Transformers, so. I worked at Paramount when they came out, so I saw I all of I them. I guess I saw one of them with you. With and me. And I was like, this movie is terrible. It was god-awful. Yeah. I used to have to work those screenings, so I probably saw them like six times over the course of a weekend. Yeah. So... So there you go. There you go. Wild episode. Yep. We're like inching towards. We're almost to the good stuff. The good stuff. We're getting so close. It's just going to get worse before. It does, it's going to go down before it goes up. It goes up. Mm. So this one was like particularly bad in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know what y'all think, but let us know. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. I guess I thought it would be better because I remember Audrey you know, crashing and, and like, and also like Natasha speaks the truth. Audrey speaks the truth, Yeah. but all the, like, I just left with so many more questions of like, can I just know how anyone feels? Yeah. And since we had to do the last episode with just our three main characters and we still don't know how any of them feels about anything. It was kind of like, oh, why are we here? Why are we here? Why are we doing this? You know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, can I just get like back to my teen drama where it's like everything is so like we need to drag this out for so long and talk about it <laughs> nonstop. I let I'm here for that. That's you know? why what's yeah. That's why we came for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like it took thirteen episodes for Dawson to realize he liked Joey and that was like so sensational. Yeah. In the first season. And then totally. how long it took for Joey to like realize she liked Pacey was just like everything. You yeah. Know? Um, and even Pacey to realize he liked Joey. So like those slow moving things where it was like super complicated, um, is kind of what I was here. I, what got us here. And now we're just like, what is going on? Will it ever end? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who? Yeah. I mean, it's like, I like Eddie and Joey. They're fine. They're fine. I like understand Natasha and Dawson so it's fine I don't care about CJ so the quote-unquote drama between Audrey and Jen is like I don't care about yeah what are you fighting over this dude for yeah so not worth it I totally agree so it's kind of like what is going on can we just get a friend moment and since Jack hasn't been around for a while, like yeah. he, whenever Jack is there, it's going to be a friend moment. Yeah. They're definitely not going to be there's no romance. sex moments. There's going to be no sex for Jack, unfortunately, yeah. only off screen, you know? Yeah. So yeah, without him, he, he's definitely missed these past yeah. two episodes. Two episodes. So I agree. We can't go that long without Jack, without Jackers. But yeah. Thank you all for being here. We hope you're staying safe. It's a wild time to be alive, but we hope you're thriving, you know, yeah. doing the best you can. Um, Black Lives Matter, defund the police, stop Asian hate, honor our treaties, water is life. Um, we stand with all movements to protect the rights of the working class. Police unions are not true unions. They work against the working class. Medicare for all. Abortion is pro-life. Like, I mean, we're protecting people from dying at times, you know? Um, uh, trans rights are human rights. Um, love is love. It's like, yep. can we just like 
you know, we stand with families and what they want to call their kids. Yep. And what pronouns they want to use with their kids. It's about family values. Yep. And, like, the left needs to jump on that train. Definitely. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us, dawsonscritique at gmail.com. We want to shout out our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at GoFreakingCrazy. You can follow my Finsta at Aaron.Hensley. We have merch, bit.ly slash Dawson's Critique. Um, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Dawson's Critique. Um, and as always, you can order our book, I Remember Everything, Life Lessons from Dawson's Creek, available wherever you get your books. And if you've been following our social media, you'll see that um, Changing Hands Bookstore in Phoenix, Arizona has our copies book. of our book front and center on their humor section, and I signed them for you um, when I was there last week. So... Um, Pick them up there or wherever else you get your books. Thank you. Um, thank you so much to those of you who have uh, liked us, subscribe, wrote a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcasts. We thank you so much to those of you who have done that. It helps us immensely when you do that. You can find me online at Pesty1079 on Twitter and Instagram. We hope you all have a nice week uh, and we will see you next time. Thanks for being here. I don't want to wait. To be over, I want to go right